0: Hello and welcome to End Goals, an LCMS Youth Ministry podcast. I'm host, Reverend Mark Kiesling, and I'm with DCE Juliana Schultz. We are here to bring parents, church workers, and lay leaders discussions and resources to help your youth ministry meet its end goal, which is young people who are disciples of Jesus Christ for life.
1: We are continuing our Gathering Starter Pack set of episodes as we all prepare for the 2022 LCMS Youth Gathering. We hope they're helpful to you in preparing to join us in Houston, but also that these are helpful pieces for you in the overall planning of your large youth events or just your ongoing youth ministry.
0: So adult leaders make many, many sacrifices to bring you to the gathering. There are fundraisers and planning meetings to attend often adults give up vacation time and their regular routine. They may leave spouses shorthanded and travel cramped in the back of buses for many hours. And we do not take for granted the time and energy every adult leader puts into Make the Gathering a success for their teens.
1: And as adult leaders, it can be easy for our focus to be solely on the youth and the youth's experience. And that's uh, that's laudable. Absolutely. We're thankful for you mm-hmm. and your focus on the teens in your church. Uh, but we are constantly counting and ensuring that they are healthy and safe and focused on Christ and engaged in the gathering programming. Um, and adult leaders, as they manage those logistics, as they coordinate the schedules, often are not thinking about and caring for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not paying attention to maybe their own cues on what's going on with them uh, and thinking about how they need to take care of themselves as well. After all, it's a youth gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these adult leaders champion for what God is doing in the lives of their teens, but they also need to be caring for themselves.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one thing that we've noticed over the years, though, that is that adult leaders set a powerful tone over their group. So if an adult leader is gracious, flexible, and keeps a positive view, the rest of the group is more likely to follow that lead. If an adult leader is angry or hangry, (laughs) short-tempered and finding places to be critical, the group will follow that lead as well. So while much of our planning is about the youth who attend a gathering, we also wanted to take some time to think about how we can prepare and plan for adult leaders to get what they need to set the right tone and grow in their understanding of God in all things as well.
1: We have teams set aside just to care for the adult (laughs) leaders who come to this gathering. And so joining us to help us do that is Anne Franklin. Anne has led groups to three gatherings as a leg leader at Our Father Lutheran in Centennial, Colorado. And she is a part of that adult leader resource team, this team you've been hearing for throughout the podcast series uh, that's here to help care for the adult leaders of our congregations. Thanks for joining us, Anne. Absolutely.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So you've been to several gatherings before as an adult leader. What was the most exciting part for you? And maybe what was the most exhausting part for you?
2: Yes, the gathering is definitely both of those things, exciting and exhausting. Um, But by far the most exciting thing for me as an adult leader has been watching the kids flourish and thrive in a setting that's created just for them and to see the relationships with each other, and especially their relationship with Jesus become real and meaningful. It's worth all the planning, all the hard times. (laughs) Um, And speaking about planning, that's really exhausting. I find that having to stay two or three steps ahead of the kids Mm. physically and emotionally is draining you know so preparing for lots of different scenarios at the gathering thinking about that and also shepherding the other adults on our team um in addition to supporting them as they shepherd the youth
0: well that's such a awesome part again and that that opportunity you have is as a planning group together with adults but then to be able to set things up well for like you said youth to thrive in that environment and for that event as they get to know uh Christians from all across the country, across the world, um, as well as grow in deeper relationships with you as adult leader in your home congregation. And then to start to really see the depth of the church, the width of the church, um, and how all these churches are unique, but yet we've, we love the same God. God loves us. One faith, one baptism, one church. And what a blessing that is being together one body of that way. Um, And what a great opportunity to bring that in and absorb that and learn that um, in that environment. So we want to talk a little bit about that teamwork that you're kind of talking about. And um, most gatherings or most uh, congregations are going to come with more than one adult. Actually, we really recommend that you bring at least two adults um, in case something were to happen in your group so that you've got partnership there amongst adult leaders and if you have an adult leader team, what are some of the things you go ahead, um, I guess it's going to do ahead of time, I guess, and to help support one another before, during and after the gathering. So just kind of thinking about that adult leader group that's working as a team, um, how do you build that? How do you support that through the event and also before and after?
2: Yeah, that's a really great question. I think um, throughout this whole process, I think prayer is huge. Um, I think we need to pray for each other. We need to pray for the youth, you know, that God really prepare all of our hearts um, for such an amazing experience that the gathering that the gathering is. Um, I think as a as an adult leader team, we need to be a united front. We need to talk about what expectations are, what the covenant looks like, and really to have um, feedback from all of the adult leaders of how we want to build um, our team before we can serve the other kids. Um, I think we you need to build support and trust among the adults. You know I think it's not a bad idea to have at least one meeting with just the adult leaders um, mm-hmm. before you meet with the kids so that mm-hmm. everybody's on the same page. Um, and like I said before, you know we're all a united front. Um, another great thing as we meet as the adult leader team is to figure out where people's strengths and weaknesses are. Um, you know, if you're a really great driver, then you might be, you know, heading up those vans. Um, but if you're a really good planner, then, you know, have the adult who's a great planner plan a few meals and do something. So I think it's working smarter, not harder.
1: I can tell you, and and I would tell this to every adult in your team. I am a terrible lead driver. It makes me so anxious, and I get like so paranoid and like making sure all the vans are behind me, and am I like, going the right, you know, the right speed, and are um, we stopping enough? And so that is one of the first things that I'm like, nope, nope. Nope, I need another adult leader who's good at that. Right, so you balance each other out. You find those places where um, you know one adult leader is gifted and another one maybe weaker, and you know God gives that team together uh, places where we can support one another in those very specific ways. But yeah, building together and praying together um, and caring for each other in those ways can really go a long way when you get to the gathering and you're running really fast. <laughs> right? And you're trying to execute very, very quickly. You have to have that kind of communication and trust ahead of time.
0: To talk about those specific things that happen in the gathering, adult leaders, especially the primary adult leader, has some unique tasks that they have to start the gathering process that maybe uh, certainly the youth don't have, but then maybe some adult leaders won't. That'll be like things like checking into a hotel, going through that process, as well as registration and orientation to get the process started. So what are some things adults can do at the start of the event that can help them start out on the right foot as they get geared up in Houston at the event itself?
2: Oh, there's so much to do before you leave for Houston. Um, Planning all the logistics is huge. Um, We travel as a fairly large group and we typically fly from Colorado to the gathering. So, you know, it starts with obviously making the budget and preparing that way. But then, you know, booking airfare for 40 people and thinking about group meals. You know, what does that look like? Those are all things that you can plan ahead of time um, so that when you get to Houston, You don't have to be stressed and worried about worried about those things. But once you get to Houston, um, you know, it's going to be super important to check all the details, especially as the primary adult leader that's on you um, to read through all the paperwork and all the instructions so that when you show up at registration, you know, kind of what to expect. Um, If it's your first time at a gathering, it's okay to not know exactly what everything's going to look like. But there is so much support there for you um, that you're not alone in this process. You know, that's something to always remember. Um, And take your time when you get to registration. Definitely go to the adult leader orientation. Um, The adult leader team is here for you and by going to that orientation, you're going to pick up on a lot of details that will be super helpful and make your gathering that much more smooth.
1: And it can be easy as an adult leader to want to jump right in the second you hit Houston. You've been building up to this for over a year. You're excited. Your kids are excited. You finally made it through the travel part of this um, and you want to get out and start doing things. And often that means that, um, especially primary adult leaders go like, oh, I don't really, like. how much time do I really need to check into hotels to, to register? Like, uh, oh, I think we can cut that back and cut that back. And then if things don't quite go as planned or there's a line or there's a hiccup, um, then everybody's frustrated and you're kind of starting off. as. So make sure, even if it's just one or two of your adults and you can figure out how to navigate that, have the time that they need to get through those things, to listen well to make sure everything started out on the right foot, everyone's in the hotel. Uh, that that you know what your payments are supposed to be coming in, and that everything has been appropriately allocated um, during those check-ins. Man, uh, can can do a lot rather than trying to do it and then have forty kids in a hotel lobby who are all
2: bored and
1: and um, I say this eager in a to loving learn. way.
2: Um, I say this in a very loving way, but it's kind of like hurting cats. Um, <laughs> you know, you, it takes you, you know, 10 minutes to check into a hotel, but when you're checking 40 people in, you know, what do you do with 40 room keys and not mess those up? You know, all, you, thinking through right. those things, you know, a black Sharpie is your best friend because yeah, you write absolutely. the kids' names on their room key, <laughs> um, you know, so that they know who's, whose it is. And while I'm doing that, I'm sending my other adult leaders off with the kids so that they don't create chaos <laughs> in the yeah. lobby. Yeah.
1: And throughout the gathering, there are plenty of things happening to help uh, support and encourage adult leaders specifically. And that includes adult leader sessions, which are designed to help adult leaders think through key issues in youth ministry, and the adult rest area, which is a space specifically for adults only to rest and recharge right in the convention center. Uh, How can these resources help adults take care of themselves during
2: the gathering? That's a really great question. Um, I kind of liken it to the analogy of when you're on an airplane and the oxygen bags drop down, they always tell you to put yours on first um, and then help the other people. If you don't take care of yourself as an adult leader, your group is going to be really hurting if you go down for the count. So I think the self-care piece is really important. Um, A couple things come to mind, you know, don't, Be afraid to delegate. You know, if you have other adult leaders with you, you know, don't feel like this is the time to be the superhero and flex that muscle and try to do it all yourself. Um, Delegate, have kids help you do things, you know, take time. You're not going to get a ton of sleep, but when you can, you know, grab a little nap here and there. And I think most importantly, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, there's so many gathering resources there. The ambassadors are there to help. I mean, that's why they're there is to help you. If you need extra support, if you just need a 20 minute cat nap, you know, there's so much out there to, um, to support you as an adult leader.
0: I've, I am a power napper. And so I, always, <laughs> How are you? I, I am, so I, I love going to the adult area, and I get it when people are in there getting 10 minute naps, I, that would be I me. That'd be me.
1: I can't sleep, but, um, I will, I know that about kind of two or 3 PM, yeah. um, the amount of noise and sensory stuff that I have has, will overwhelm me as an introvert. Like, it's just like, I need like 10 minutes of just where there's less noise, right? And I don't have to sleep necessarily, but it makes me, um, more, uh, confident. I'm able to then be excited. and am there to, I'm able to be born present with my youth mm-hmm. um, when I'm able to do that from a place of, of at least a little more fullness. <laughs> um, but also I, I love that we do a lot of different, you know, adult uh, rest area. We'll have resources available mm-hmm. people for you to talk to um, other adult leaders. That was one of the fun things uh, that we had uh, a little mini rest area on the floor in, in 2019. And uh, just for adults to be able to kind of sit and talk with each other and talk about what it means to be a leader at the gathering um, and get to share mm-hmm. that, you know, where I have affinity groups. So places where you can get support and know that you aren't alone in, in the things that you're navigating as well is is super helpful.
0: I want to go back to something you said earlier, Anne, about being on the same page as an adult leader group. I think that's really helpful to do that. Um, and that can be hard as you kind of get to Houston, you get to the gathering, schedules start to shift, things maybe aren't going as planned. Um, plans get thrown out the, the, the window a little bit and you're still trying to keep that connection as an adult leader group and that really consistent connection with your young people too. Um, what are some ways that you might suggest for adult leaders to share information and communicate well with each other at the gathering itself, or maybe specifically when things maybe start to change a little bit and you're throwing a couple of curve balls. any insight on that?
2: Oh gosh. I think the, the best aid is having a text thread with all the adult leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate what you said at the beginning about the adult leaders setting the tone. Um, you're also setting the tone for the other adult leaders mm-hmm. t- for them setting the tone for their small groups and their youth. You know, so our text threads have been the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and we share so many laughs and we share tears Um, but it's a great way to communicate with each other Um, and we throw in some levity there you know we'll take some funny pictures and send them to each other and it's you know it's just it's a way for the adult leaders to to bond even as we're physically apart at the gathering um, the text thread is the best. I love that. And then I think you just, just doing regular check-ins, you know, check in with the leaders, have the leaders check in with their small groups if that's what what their structure looks like. Um, but just, you know, even if it's one or two minutes of, hey, how's your day going? You know, um, we, our group um, historically debriefs at the end of the day, but I mm-hmm. find that if you wait too long and if there's something you know, a kid needs to talk about or has a question or something, it's better just to address that as, as it comes than say, okay, wait till 10 p.m. and we'll talk about it then. So I think regular communication is extremely important.
0: I think it's one of the amazing <laughs> blessings to see how technology has changed things at an LCMS Youth Gathering to be able to have those regular check-ins and to use that in positive ways um, amongst the adult leaders to be able to do that, the, the text string, string, what it enables you to stay connected relationally, but then also to organize too, uh, to be flexible um, and to still be well connected with your youth and adults is just a blessing that we've seen across the years um, in the gathering.
1: And when you're checking in with adults, that can often be a place where you can um, communicate Things that you're noticing and what's happening with your youth as well, right? So um, maybe somebody has noticed that a couple of kids are, are bickering, or one particular hotel room is is not cleaning up after themselves, right? Like what, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, often, uh, when you're checking in as adult leaders, you're able to kind of catch little things before they get big, mm. right? Catch. You know, I have you noticed this? Well, actually, I did notice that. Like, hey, it doesn't look like that person spending their LCEF card on food. It looks like, <laughs> right? So, like, what, okay, what are we, somebody needs to eat more than just Starbucks, right? Like, you're able to, as an adult leader, to catch little things in advance before they become big things later on in the gathering. Um, So that's great. And we talked in the other podcast about how we care for youth who might be in struggle or crisis, in particular at the gathering. And while there's lots of supports for youth and adults, it can be emotionally exhausting as adult leaders to care for a group of teens, especially if some of them do share some struggles that they're having or do have a struggle at the gathering. And we want you to make time and listen well and be present for your youth. We hope you listen to that podcast. But how can adults make sure they're caring for themselves as they care for teens?
2: Um, I think, you know, relying on the other adults to help you process things that you might be going through um, shows you not only that, shows the kids that not only are we human um, and need to process things well, but as well, but it's also modeling for them that you need to take the time to think about what happened during the day. Um, you could journal, um, you know, go to God's word, pray, um, just you know, be be grounded, and you know the Holy Spirit will provide what you need. Um, if if you need to pass off um, an issue because it's something too close to you that you wouldn't handle well, um, pass that off to another adult leader. You know, trust trust that God will um, provide what what you need um, spiritually and mentally um, as you go through these issues.
1: Yeah. It's part of that is knowing your own boundaries, right? Knowing, knowing what you're able to deal with in that moment and what um, is going to push you as a caretaker a little, you know, too far in one direction or the, where you're not going to be able to give that youth what they need because y- you don't have that right now. Uh, and that's okay. Which are part of being honest uh, as you care for young people. And that's why we ha- encourage you to have multiple people who are adult right. leaders or to take advantage of the care of the crisis teams that we have to be able to make sure that, um, That we're not also hurting our adults as they're caring for our youth. We want you to be um, focused on Christ and healthy and and whole as you do that as well.
0: We really, as we've seen, that those relational connections that get made in an event like a youth gathering and other things can have long lasting. Um, beautiful implications in the life of a young person too, that those relationships continue um, as you go back home to your home congregation um, and have an experience like that to where you're able to walk with them through some time of crisis. And and you can be honest too, and felt like you felt that, um, that it was a new experience for you I mean, what you learned through that process as well, and again, how the Holy Spirit can use that in conversation with young people um, as you grow together. So I want to make a, one little slight change here a little bit, and we want to talk about uh, teens and what seemingly is an amount of unlimited energy. Where do you think uh, it made? I know, it's amazing. It's something else at a youth gathering. Um, mm-hmm. Just to see, I, I couldn't believe this. Last time in Minneapolis, we did the 5K at the end of the youth gathering, and i how many teens still had energy to go run a 5K? nope. <laughs> It (laughs) was unbelievable. Um, But we were there at some point too in our life too. And we can also say too that we as adults don't always have that energy, seemingly unlimited (laughs) amount. Um, Adult bodies just can be strongly impacted by beds away from (laughs) home and lots and lots of walking, lots and lots of walking. And food uh, while traveling too, of getting used to that whole different schedule, whatever it might be, and how that plays into our, our energy levels. So What are some ways adults can care for their physical bodies during the gathering and anything that you learned through your time being an adult leader or suggestions that you would have?
2: Oh yeah. Um, Walking
0: shoes. It's Ah. not
2: a fashion show. You get what's for you (laughs) so you can walk lots and lots. Like you said, Mark, Um, shoes, comfortable clothes, bring a water bottle that you can refill throughout the gathering um, eat nourishing food. Try to eat good meals. Um, pro tip, don't let anybody in your group be hangry. It's just <laughs> not a good thing. You want everyone to be nourished and fed. Um, pack your backpack with granola bars and little things that if the kids don't have them themselves, you can you could pass pass that out. It'll make everybody happier. Um, remember, too, that when you're at the gathering, even though you want to do everything, you don't have to do everything. Um, having the gathering app in 2019 was so fantastic because you could plan your day ahead of time and or in the, in the guidebook. Um, but seeing all of the options, just it's so exciting. And it's also a little bit overwhelming, but you really need to you know, pace yourself, I guess I would say, um, don't try to hit everything the first day. And then by the last day, you can't even get out of bed. You're so tired. Um, that's important. Um, getting sleep is important too. Like I said before, we like to debrief at the end of the night, but it has to be a, a brief debrief because if you're going on <laughs> and on, you know, talking <laughs> theology or answering questions for hours, you are going to be depleted in the morning and you're not going to be the best you can be for your kids. So, um, You know just try to rest as you can and then of course as you try well and
1: and i think it's important to maybe note for adults that like just because you can debrief at the end of the day doesn't always mean that that's the right time for your group right um if you have kids that get are really kind of by the end of the night they're not wanting to talk to you debrief at noon debrief over Mm -hmm. breakfast debrief at dinner time um just because it's not the end of the day doesn't mean that that's not uh, a good time for you to sit down and th- talk about. You can talk about what happened
2: in the last 24 hours without it necessarily happening. 100% um, agree. And you could even yeah. do it between sessions or after Bible study while you're waiting to go to your first session. You know, there's little pockets of time that you can create um, that, you know, you can fill in the gaps. Great idea. So
1: create, creating, I love that, creating a pattern that works for your group, yeah. right? Um, and doing the things that that make sense for that.
0: For sure. Yeah. One thing that i have love to see, I think that that technology has helped with this is it'll happen oftentimes in the adult uh, Facebook group is encouragement for like getting in shape before the gathering or maybe increase activity uh I've seen people like run their first 5K leading up to the gathering as they've been walking more, jogging more, whatever it might be to get in shape for the gathering. And that might be a little um, over the top, but yet I think it's a worthwhile goal to think about that, especially if someone who's looking for a motivation to maybe do some more exercising and things like that to do that. I love the encouragement that you get in an adult leader group to do it. I'm not asking for anyone to start a marathon club or anything like that. (laughs) Maybe, maybe some are okay with that, but I'll pass on that. We can add a
2: training plan to the, to the adult leader resources.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's kind of some that have done it on their own, which I love to see. I mean, if you are curious about something like this, I would say, and I don't know, Anne, if you ever track this stuff as an adult leader, if you're thinking about like, what do I need to be ready for? I would, I would probably say, um, if you're a Fitbit or Apple watch kind of person, you're probably talking a five mile day, 10,000 step day, probably that you oh. want to be geared for is as, as, as your training. Easy. So just something to kind of be thinking about. Of course, there's rest in between you're sitting down at sessions and other stuff like that, but easily you're probably talking a 10,000 step day, probably yeah. I mean, you'd gather at the minimum. And,
2: and you have to also account for things that you aren't planning. You know, last yeah. time we had to take one of our youth to the ER and, you know, so that's, all that much more walking and, you know, things that your day is not going to go exactly the way you want it to go when you wake up in the morning. And so just being flexible and, you know, ha- you know, in your head, just knowing that you're going to have to walk or go or physically be wherever you need to be. And that might be, you know, not what you were expecting.
1: <laughs> and I, before 2016, I trained so that I could run the 5K at the gathering and then was too sick to run the 5K at the gathering. Uh, But... (laughs) I survived the gathering, (laughs) and I'm convinced I only survived the gathering. I am not a fit person. I am not a fit person. I only survived the gathering because I trained for the 5K. Um, So, you don't have to do the race. You just have to – like, sometimes you train for the race so (laughs) that you you can do the event,
0: right? Um, Talk about the day not going as you planned when you woke up in the morning, yeah. It was
1: (laughs) – was not great right uh but also and and this is really big for me and i would always share this with my with my youth group which is um i am not somebody who functions well on very tiny amounts of sleep i could obviously like you're not going to get nearly as much sleep as you normally do Mm -hmm. right like it's just a part of the gathering you're going to get less sleep but i can tell you know the third or fourth day in without enough sleep um that my my ability to be relational <laughs> yeah. diminishes tremendously, right? And so just being up front with my kids and saying like, that's a thing that's going to happen. And one of the ways you can help care for me is make sure that I get as much sleep as I can, right? Within reason. And especially, and we pointed this out in another episode, um, whoever is, if you're driving, and your driver is driving that next day, that night before, please let them get enough sleep. We do not want exhausted drivers on the road um, headed back home. So those kinds of things where it's not going to be a huge amount of sleep, but there is a significant difference between three hours of sleep and six hours of yeah. sleep or five hours of sleep um, when it comes to dingo you know, day after day. Definitely. There are so many little things <laughs> about uh, caring for yourself and your adult leader team that can make a big, big difference at the gathering. And so one of the reasons we wanted to include this in the starter pack is, yes, we want you to be thinking about how your teens are focused on Christ. And yes, we want you to be focused in on your youth's experience at the gathering, but we also want you to be focused on how God is going to work in and through you at the gathering mm-hmm. and how uh, you are an important part of making the gathering work well. And so if you are taking care of yourself and your fellow adult leaders, that has a positive impact on everyone's experience at the gathering. So thanks, Anne, for coming and talking to us a little bit about um, how to care for ourselves at the gathering. Thanks,
0: Absolutely.
2: Anne. Thanks for having me.
0: So every group is going to need to make decisions that fit their group best and like we said we want everyone to get as much out of the gathering as possible and sometimes that means giving a little extra time somewhere for rest or debriefing or a nourishing meal or snack and this helps everyone's experience in the long run and we certainly want to say too that we're hoping to provide you enough resources especially maybe if you're a first-time adult leader to help plan that a little bit more. The more information we want to give you to be thinking that through will hopefully enable you to find those times to be able to do that and be prepared for that. Uh, but yet to just being that flexible person to having the rest need to be able to do that is very important too. Is there's always going to be things, things that are not going to go as planned or things we, we can't help you prepare for or things that, again, that are going to be different to your group. So all those things that go into really being that, uh, having that experience at the gathering as an adult leader that allow you to invest well into your young people.
1: It is not a mistake that we are giving you what is essentially four hours of podcasts <laughs> as you start your planning um, and an event like National Lutheran, Lutheran Youth Workers Conference and um, ongoing Facebook Lives and written resources. And, and it may seem at times like a ton of information that we are maybe a little bit over communicating, mm-hmm. but our goal is always for you to have as much information as possible as you go in as an adult leader, so that you can be as prepared as possible as an adult leader, so that if and when things maybe go (laughs) a little sideways or or you have a hiccup here or there, that you feel confident working through that, that you feel like you have a team of parents and a congregation and adult leaders and youth who are working together on the same page uh, to be able to make the gathering really about our relationship with Jesus Christ and and how God is in all things, and um, and focus on the experience rather than on um, all sorts of other things that can be distracting.
0: And no, too. We've seen this many, many times. You've got a great group in the Facebook group that are encouraging along the way. That you've got other adult leaders that are there with you. Our staff, the adult leader team, um, they're again praying for you and supporting along the way, so that again uh, you grow in your experience and have a wonderful experience at the gathering being in God's word and in a Christian community that way as well. But then also so that you can invest well into your young people in your congregation.
1: And there are going to be moments at the gathering where either you or another adult leader is going to struggle. Right. And there's nothing wrong with being open and honest with uh, other adult leaders or even your youth about what's (laughs) going on and how they can support you. Uh, You will still want to keep good boundaries, obviously, but it can be helpful for youth to see how you navigate difficulty as a Christian model in their lives. I know for me as a early in my youth ministry I wanted to put on this face that, like, I always had everything all together. I was always two steps ahead. Um, that any kind of thing that that changed, that kids didn't see it or know about it, or uh, if if something was going on with me, they didn't hear or see that. Uh, and I found that after a while, youth didn't actually find that comforting. They <laughs> found it um, a little like, look, like it wasn't authentic. It wasn't yeah. real. Like it was, it was a face that I was putting on for them that that um, they could see. Mm-hmm. right through sometimes and so now i'm much more honest if i'm confused <laughs> um i don't i don't know the answer to that question okay well, how are we going to figure that out or um if i've made a mistake right um i'm under caffeinated mm-hmm. i haven't had enough sleep i'm hangry and i and i was short and i was curt or i said something i shouldn't have and um you know and saying like i'm sorry i didn't mean that or <laughs> that was that was the the lack of of espresso talking. Um, <laughs> I apologize. Can you forgive me? What what do we do to make it right again? Um, or just saying like I I need you to please give me three minutes to process what we're doing next. And then I'm I'm happy to give you instructions, but can I just get, you know, whatever I need Um, and being able to give them a chance to pray for me, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. for them to check in with me, uh, for them to know that there are ways that they can care for me as an adult leader and for our team as adult leaders, as we work uh, together to make sure that their experience is as good as it can be.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love that. And to touch, touch on it just briefly, but I mean, I think you have so many probably good problem solvers amongst your youth um, and when they can be encouraged and say like, okay, let's walk through this situation about what's going on and maybe what are some ideas you'd have that they can really latch onto that, give creative ideas and be a part of that process. So that even can be some areas of growth that you might see um, in some of those situations at the gathering.
1: So here are a few closing questions for you to consider. How can you take advantage of the information before the gathering, things like orientation and other adult leader resources before and at the gathering?
0: Now, the question is, how can your adult leader team encourage one another to care for your physical, mental, and emotional health? What are some group initiatives on which you could work together to be good stewards of God's gift of your health?
1: And then finally, what are some ways you can communicate with other adult leaders in your group to ensure everyone is cared for and on the same page? We will continue to keep you in our prayers as you prepare to care for the young people in your congregation. We know that you are critical to make sure your young people have a vibrant and wonderful experience at the gathering. We care for you and we know that God is going to use you powerfully at the gathering. So we hope and pray that you care for yourself and each other as adult leaders, as you gather your young people at the gathering.
0: Yes. Thank you for the example that you set for our young people in that way. And just again, like the day in day out care you provide, it's such a blessing to them and to our church. We're so thankful for you all. Edgall's podcast is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry and KFUO Radio. To find out more about LCMS Youth Ministry or to find links to resources mentioned, go to kfuo.org slash youth ministry. Thank you for listening and caring for the young people of our church.